Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. Now, before we let you know what we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast, we want to give a shout out to uh, two of our uh, show sponsors that we're delighted are part of the Opinions Matter podcast. The first is our sponsor, Recruit.ie, and Recruit Recruit.ie um, have announced that they are the sponsors of Biz Expo, Ireland's largest business-to-business trade show, conference and networking event. Uh, here are all the details. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by Recruit.ie, supporting local business. And we're very grateful to have Recruit.ie as one of the sponsors of the Opinions Matter podcast. Uh, We also want to give a a shout out to uh, another one of our sponsors, and that is the Snailbox Restaurant. Yes, the Snailbox Restaurant is our favourite, and I know it's a lot of your favourite restaurant as well, because it is such a beautiful restaurant located in the wonderfully picturesque County Mead between Slane and Ashburn. The Snailbox is a unique and beautiful pub. Um, Adrian goes to it regularly. In fact, mm-hmm. if, you, if you pop down to the Snailbox for a meal, uh, you are bound to see Ad- Adrian's like, remember in Cheers, that episode Cheers, the two lads that were always sitting at the bar? That'd be me. Every single well, day. Well, you see my photograph on the wall if you were oh, in the Snailbox. Please, they yeah. didn't do that. I'll pull that down off the wall. That was from a newspaper article from years ago. Anyway. Anyway, the Snailbox is a family fun rest- or family run restaurant. It's also a family fun restaurant as well. Um, it serves absolutely wonderful food, fresh food, all freshly cooked, including where it's it's hard to get this dish in many places now. You can get a traditional Irish stew. And their stew is absolutely delicious, can I've I tell you? Yes, yeah, it's stew. fantastic, yeah. yeah. They're just 20 minutes off the M50, so head down to the Snail Box, uh, location between Slane and Ashburn, for a delicious meal. And you know what? And I know sometimes people say that, and they go, oh, well, that makes no sense, but I'm telling you to do this now. When you arrive at the Snail Box, you tell them that Adrian and Jeremy sent you. Now, I don't know if that will get you any... It might get you barred, but... No, it won't get you barred. Stop, stop. (laughs) No, it won't get you barred, but just tell them that Adrian and Jeremy uh, sent you that your friends... No, don't say your friends of Adrian Jeremy, Jesus, no. That'd be a bit weird, yeah. That'd be very weird. But say that Adrian Jeremy sent you. All right. Um, you're very welcome to this uh, latest Opinions Matter podcast. So what do we want to talk about uh, today? Well... Allow me to explain. Last night in uh, Talla Stadium in uh, Dublin, which is the home ground of uh, Shamrock Rovers, um, fans started uh, chanting. So the um, it was a match last night. Um, Shamrock uh, Rovers, who uh, play in the League of Ireland Premier Division, took on Swedish uh, a Swedish football team last night. Jur Gardens, I think is how you pronounce their name. And um, having initially observed a minute's silence um, in Tallis Stadium for the uh, tragic loss of those uh, three kids uh, last weekend, whose funeral takes place today, having um, respectfully shown three uh, minutes' silence for those three kids, 
when the match was underway, uh, fans started uh, chanting a fairly... Well, it depends on your point of view. A lot of people think it was an absolutely disgusting chant that they uh, sang aloud. Have a listen to this. These are fans in Tallah Stadium last night, and what they are saying is, Lizzie's in a box. There you go. Uh, they were fans in uh, Tallah Stadium last night, uh, only minutes after uh, it was announced that the Queen had uh, sadly passed away. Um, they were chanting in Tallah Stadium uh, that chant. I'm going to play it for you again because you, um, if you haven't heard this and you're not going to hear this played on any radio station, it is, a lot of people find it absolutely disgusting. This is in Tala last night, only minutes after it was announced that she had died. Okay, there you go. Um, I, I am playing that for shock value because um, well, a lot of people, you know, to, to, to just describe the chanting isn't enough. Isn't enough. Uh, so I, I am playing it for shock value because I was shocked when I heard that. I'm embarrassed and ashamed. Uh, I was ashamed and embarrassed to be Irish by a lot of the commentary that happened online uh, yesterday, the vitriol towards a, a woman in her 90s, a grandmother, a great grandmother, a mother, uh, a human being as well, who never did harm to anybody uh, that was spewing vitriol. <laughs> Excuse me, as someone who grew up as a, because uh, I'm from Milltown, uh, a lot of these numbskulls wouldn't even remember that Shamrock Rovers were a club in Milltown before they moved to Tala. Uh, I was a Shamrock Rovers fan, as was my dad as a kid. Um, and I'm actually disgusted and embarrassed. These same people are the very same people who would have two months ago gone mad over the Orange Order chanting songs about Michaela uh, McCreevy, mm. which were disgusting as well. Now, I'm not comparing Michaela McCreevy to the Queen, uh, but I'm just saying they were two people that had horrible chants sang about them after their death. And you can remember the anger that we all felt when we saw those videos uh, of the Unionists uh, up north at a party singing songs about the death of Michaela McCreevy. I was absolutely And we all were. We were, was it was stomach-churning. And the thing is, most of these numbskulls that were in that stand in Tallah Stadium last night would have been equally disgusted. You have now stooped to the same level. You are the same level of shit, as far as I'm concerned, as those unionists that are up there. And the thing is about these fans that were chanting last night, why are you chanting it? First of all, most of you weren't even born before the Good Friday Agreement. So you don't remember the Troubles up north. You weren't affected by the Troubles up north. You probably support English football teams. You're singing the fucking chant in an English accent. You're, you're speaking in an, English, in an English language. So you're not fucking patriots. And pardon my French, but it just bugs the shit out of me. You are a stain, a stain on Ireland. That's okay, well, I've just gotten a message this moment. It was a bit of banter. Get over it. It was a bit of banter. And, and we, you know, you do have banter like that at, uh, at football matches, for example. Yeah, that's why I, I stopped going. That's why I will not bring my child. I've been invited by several different clubs to bring my young fella to a League of Ireland. No, I'm not saying fans from all clubs are like this. I will not bring my son to a League of Ireland football match because I wouldn't want him to hear the absolute scum 
um, that chant like that. I will bring him to a gar match. I brought mm-hmm. him to a gar match. I'd bring him to. You wouldn't get that at a rugby match. Okay, I'd, let's if, get. By the way, if, if Leinster were playing Munster tomorrow, are you going to hear that at it? No, you're not. You're absolutely not. Why not. wouldn't you? Um, you just won't. Give it more class. Let me play yeah. it for you again. This is what we want to talk to you about right now on 085-825-2626. This is Tallis Stadium, Shamrock Rovers uh, fans last night. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Uh, Robbie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Robbie? How are you doing? Robbie, you've heard uh, that um, chanting Shamrock Rovers ground uh, last night in Tallis Stadium. What is your reaction to that? And I know you messaged us earlier on about the other sort of vitriol uh, emanating from Ireland in the wake of the Queen's death. What is your reaction? I think they're just scumbags. As I said on Facebook, like I'd say most of them probably support Liverpool, you know, whatever. They support English teams, and as Jerry pretty much outlined it all, you know they're uh, they're an embarrassment to the country. Like I'm not saying I support what the royal family has done over the centuries in Ireland. It was, but it wasn't Liz personally. You know, I'm not saying she she didn't she didn't exactly condone it, but that's that's not the issue. Where were these comments last week, last year, ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago? Where were these comments? Why do you have to wait for someone to die before you before you really you know reel out? The true hatred and vitriol. And when you uh, when you hear that sort of chanting from the, from the match last night, Jeremy said uh, that he is embarrassed to be Irish. Other commenters, um, whether these people actually come on to defend it, we'll we'll wait and see. Oh, really other, people, other people saying, "Oh, relax, lads. It's a bit of no, it's just a bit is, of banter." What I said is they're staying on the underpants of Ireland because that's what they are. Because these same people cry day in day out for United Ireland. That's what they want. Do they realise? First of all, have they read the good? the agreement. I doubt, I doubt they have. The good Friday the agreement states that to move forward we need to accept uh, all traditions, yeah? Mm-hmm. And that means to, 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 as difficult as it is, you to move forward you have to accept accept and respect loyalist traditions as well as Republican traditions. How in God's name can we have United Ireland when we have so much hatred towards... How can loyalists and Republicans live side by side in the United Ireland? Do, do, do people who want United Ireland think that when United Ireland happens, all the unions are just going to feck off to Scotland? No, and that's, that's not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They are here to stay. I just have to interrupt for one second. As we're recording this podcast, they have issued a statement, have, yeah. which I want to uh, read out. Uh, Shamrock Rovers have hit out at unacceptable chanting from supporters during their Europa Conference League match uh, last night. Uh, the, video cl- um, the video clip of callous chanting relating to the death of Queen Elizabeth circulated online um, and uh, Shamrock Rovers have uh, issued a statement saying uh, that we've been made aware of chants by a group of individuals at last night's game. Such highly insensitive and callous chanting is not acceptable at our club and is against the values that Shamrock uh, Rovers FC stands for. Our ground regulations uh, issued on uh, match tickets and on signage at entry strictly prohibits such activity. Uh, this is also announced over the PA system before all of our games uh, in Tallis Stadium. Shamrock Rovers Football Club welcomes all supporters to its ground and condemns any form of bigotry and discrimination in soccer. So they've been very uh, clear uh, in, their, in their condemnation of uh, what happened in Tallis Stadium last night. Uh, 
Um, Robbie, Pat, sorry, sorry, uh, clearing their condemnation. Those videos I can see there, all those people are identified in the video. Will they be all given bans? That's a good question, actually. Um, and well, the, the, the statement said, the, oh, sorry, those found to be involved in such behaviour will face ejection from the ground and will be reported to the Gardaí. So there you go. They, I mean, they're being fairly... Well, yeah, well, let's, uh, let's see if it happens. Um, sorry, Robbie, what, what's your reaction to uh, that statement that has just uh, come out from Shamrock Rovers? Uh, a copy and paste. You know, it, I, I don't uh, think there's any real, uh, you know, conviction to it. It's just, uh, you know, it's like people expecting to come out and condone it, uh, and condemn it, they have, and they have done. Uh, you know, it's literally, so you can probably pull up that same statement with blank lines, you know, insert your club name here. Uh, on, you know, we could, you can find a template online for it. Um, now, I, I think it's right that they did release a statement, don't get me wrong. I, uh, yeah, I don't think they had any choice, really, but they have released a statement. Um, you, you certainly have, but you had to wonder, would they have done it if not pressured or, or, you know, felt that they had to? Would they have done it purely because it was right to do it? Um, you'd like well. We'd have to give them the benefit of the doubt, and uh, yeah, I'd assume that they would have. Okay, let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Stay yeah, there for okay, one second because um, I want to go to line two, and on line two we have uh, Sharon. You're on opinions matter. Hi, Sharon. Hi, how are you? I'm I'm good, thanks, Sharon. What is your reaction to uh, that chanting from uh, Shamrock Rovers ground last night? The bunch of Neanderthals. That's what they are. Like that. That's wrong. And it's actually quite, it's, it's an embarrassment on the Irish that they would do something like that, you know. It, it, it's just a human being. The Queen has nothing to do with all the troubles that went on. It, you know, it's, it's, it's wrong. And it, it, Jeremy is right, it's embarrassing. They're total embarrassing. Is that how you that. see it? It's embarrassing. You're embarrassed to be Irish when you hear yeah. something like that. Well, when I heard, when, when you played that, um, and I heard it, like, I was, I was actually holding my face saying, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, I, I cannot believe that this is how people carry on. An old woman passing away. Mm. Like, it's Neanderthal. Like, Neanderthal. And, uh, okay, so you you find it embarrassing uh, to be Irish when you hear um, something like that. And that was what uh, Jeremy said um, before. Yeah, do, like, do, like, you think, uh, do you think it is a big enough offence for the people, if they're identified, to be banned from the club altogether? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You know what's so disappointing is because we're known all over the world for being Irish fans, for being, you know, good crack, and, um, you know, having the banter, having the laugh. And then, and then the world looks in, well, there's not the internet, anybody can see it, looks in now and sees that carry on. It's, just, it's a letdown. It's an absolute letdown. Mm. It's, it's, it's disgusting behaviour. No, I have to I say, uh, when I heard it uh, the first time, I thought, oh, no, this isn't real. Somebody's after making this up. This didn't actually happen. And then I uh, yeah. saw the videos from the ground last night, and yes, it did happen. And yes, those uh, yeah. they did sing those chants. And I know Shamrock Rovers have issued a statement, but I'm going to continue to play the audio of it because I think it's very important that people hear uh, what was chanted in uh, Tallis Stadium last night. Um, because as I said, yeah. you're, you're not going to hear it on any radio show. It's not going to be played on radio. We have the yeah. we have the luxury in this podcast of being able to do what we want. So that's why I'm, I am playing the audio. But again, uh, your feeling on it is you're you're embarrassed to be Irish almost. Yeah, you know, you, you respect you respect the dead, and they gave a three minute silence that that tragedy that happened in Tara. and then in the next breath. 
someone outside, an elderly lady, a monarch, and that, that's how they, they carry it. Like, that, it's hypocritical in, in one sense, you know? Okay, we'll stay there for one second because, like I said, the reaction to this has been uh, unbelievable uh, today. Uh, Shamrock Rovers have issued a statement condemning fans over the uh, callous chanting. And for those of you who haven't heard it, I am going to play it again, and I am playing it for shock value. They were Shamrock Rovers fans in Tallis Stadium last night chanting Lizzie's in a box within minutes of it being uh, announced that Britain's Queen Elizabeth had uh, passed away. The club itself, Shamrock Rovers, have issued a statement saying it is unacceptable uh, and you'd expect them to uh, say something like that. But the fact is, uh, it happened and a lot of people are embarrassed for Ireland as a nation. This is literally trending on social media uh, all day today and we want to get your reaction. Now, John, um, you heard that chanting and what was your reaction to it? Lizzie's in a box, as he said, Adrian. Um I'll have to go back to Jeremy me there. Well, what did he? What did? What did he expect uh, Shamrock Rovers Club to do? Go down and tell every fan to stop, um, you know, chanting or stop doing what they're doing? They're probably better come on here. Like, what are they supposed to do? Tell every member to shut the fuck up. Like, it doesn't. I don't know how he thinks that match works. Like, you, you, they could not do anything about that for starters. They done it. We're told that uh, the science said and what they said it that shouldn't be done and you're not to be slagging other people as teams or this, that, you know. It was gonna happen. The last caller said there that What do you mean it was sorry, what do you mean it was gonna happen? It was gonna happen. Of course it's gonna happen. People are gonna react. The Queen is dead, Adrian. Yes, I'm aware of that. Uh, the but last, uh, the last caller said that she uh, well, what did she do? I'll tell you what she done. She sent her armies over here for many and she many never years. she never sent any army anywhere. She didn't she, personally she was, send an army anywhere. No, but she was over the army. She was over the, the paramilitaries that killed thousands and thousands of people here in the Ireland world. You know, a lot of people forget about that when they're coming on saying this, that, you know. Sack the Queen. I don't give a fuck if she's dead or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and that's fine. And keep you, keep you, the point about it is an old woman has died, regardless of who she was, and people are chanting with glee in a football stadium within minutes. Sure, you didn't see. I've seen videos of the Belfast and Northern Ireland there. They were all, you know, they were celebrating the Queen of Death as well. Of course, that was the way it was going to always work. If any, any of the, of the, the family, the, the, the royal family, thought, no, no, but John, my, my point is. Yes, there is anger on both sides and there's, you know, sectarianism on both sides. But when we see up north, when we see the unionists up north, when we see them chanting when the, the, the Pope died and stuff like that and we condemn them, yeah? We can't condemn them if we're just as bad. And what, what we have seen last night, that makes us no better than them. Are we not better than that? Should we not rise above that? Well, when you, when, when you saw those unionists, those Orange Order uh, members singing a disgusting song about the murdered, the innocently uh-huh. murdered Michaela McCreevy. Uh, what, what, what was your reaction when you saw them? Absolutely, yeah. You said earlier I was disgusted as well. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, so it's, it's, one for, it's one rule for one and one rule for the other then. That's what we're looking at here. It's not really because like, it was going to happen when the Queen hit the deck. Everybody knew it was But it didn't have to happen. It didn't. People, if people don't have... My mother always said, if you've nothing nice to say, don't, don't say anything at all. So, John, do you... Okay, you believe that something like this was bound to happen and you, by the sounds of it, don't see anything wrong in a group of lads at a football 
football match um, that is being seen in other countries as well, by the way. They were playing a foreign team and there's uh, fans in the crowd chanting Lizzie's in a box. Uh, do you think that's okay, do you? I don't. Look, listen, it was, I was going to say look, something else there about everybody be getting on and, and screaming and shouting. But look, it was going to happen. And I, I don't mean to be going around and say the roundabouts here. Like, she, look, as far as I'm concerned, she's dead. Like, it's, she, she, what did she do for Ireland? She don't fuck all for, for us. It was all got to do. Okay, with and yeah, whatever your opinion on the Queen is, is fine. And what did she do for Ireland? All of that. That's fine. And keep it. Yeah, there's, there's and you're entitled of, to. Hang on. There's lots of people who've done nothing for Ireland. Right? Yeah. It's the uh, rejoicing, because that was that, what that chanting was. It was it's rejoicing in the death of an old woman. Yes, and what? And what? She's dead. Good luck to her. You know, as I said before, like there's, there's a lot of callers saying, oh, she nothing got to do. She had. She had. She sent the para- She was over the paramilitaries, no matter you like it or not. She was over them. And she was over the governments that's seeing thousands and thousands of Irish people killed in this country. You know, fuck her. Good luck to her. Well, that, that's, I have to say, I, I cringe hearing somebody saying something like that um, about an it's, old it's, woman. It's not a call opinions matter, no? It is. But there you go. That's my opinion. Good luck to her. Good okay. And to the rest of them when they get the deck as well. Okay, stay there for a second. Let's bring in uh, this WhatsApp voice note from uh, Matt. So, lads, I have a bit of an interest and opinion on this one. Uh, before moving away from Ireland, um, I would have been one of those people who said, you know, ah, it's all in the past, 800 years, we have to move on, that kind of thing. Uh, but I think since, since I moved away from Ireland, I've become less like that and more anti monarchy and all that stuff because I have friends who are from different countries who speak their own language, have all these customs and things that they share and they talk about and traditions and things that I feel like we've kind of lost a little bit as Irish people because of British colonialism and those customs and traditions were taken away by the British and then when the British finally left the Catholic Church took over which is another story so I kind of feel more I wouldn't say angry, but I kind of have a stronger feeling about it where I kind of think she represents that. She was the head of state when the troubles were going on, when Catholics and nationalists were second-class citizens in Northern Ireland. And I know she didn't have any power, but she still represents all of that. So as for the chance, people can say whatever they want. I don't think that you can expect people who were oppressed by a country to have to show respect for the head of state of that oppressing country. Do you know what I mean? They don't have to do that because that country didn't show any respect to us. So I feel like maybe Brits are upset, but fuck them. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't have the history or they don't have the lived history that we have. They have a different side of it. And they people can chat whenever they want. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's an interesting topic because when does it become disrespect to somebody who was a living person? But in her role as the head of state, she kind of maybe had a coming. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie. Support Supporting local business.
You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. Um, share this podcast, please, with uh, friends and family, because it's the only time this, this conversation is being had in the way in which it's being had. You will not hear a debate like this about this subject on uh, radio in Ireland today, uh, certainly not in as graphic a way. And can I just say, before the break, we heard from a guy, Matt, who was saying, uh, you can understand the vitriol because we're oppressed. How... In God's holy name, are you oppressed, Matt? Are you oppressed by by the the empire? I'm, I'm not at this moment. But our, you, our no, nation but, was. No, but have our you, nation in, was. In, in your lifetime, we live in one of the richest countries in the world. Have you are you have you been oppressed? Oppressed? No, but there are lifetime? people in the northeast corner of this island that feel oppressed. No, I'm saying anybody. No, li- but me personally, no. No, anybody living in Dublin right now who's been oppressed by the British Empire? Do you do you think? Uh, Can you not get a well, I can't answer for everybody else. I personally am not. Well, there's nobody. So that's ridiculous, Matt. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, this is the chanting that happened in Tala Stadium last night. <laughs> Now, Rachel, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Rachel? Hi, yeah, good, thank you. Uh, now, Rachel, you're English. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what is your reaction to hearing that chanting from um, a football stadium in Dublin last night? To be honest, it's quite sickening. I moved here like eight years ago and made Ireland my home. And it's, it's quite upsetting that there's still people that have got such narrow minds and can say that about some poor old lady that's died. Like, she's a grandmother, she's a mother, um, you know... She didn't do anything personally to these people here, you know. Um, same, same as me. Me being English, I, I in the past have had a lot of stick from Irish people because I'm English, especially when it was what, 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 what sort of stick? Um, just attitudes. Oh, well, you're English. Um, a lot of the time, when I was trying to find somewhere to live, they wouldn't want to talk to me because I was English. Um, there's still a lot of I feel there's still a lot of racism towards the English uh, in Ireland. Um, and it just it doesn't really make sense to me because personally it wasn't me, it wasn't my mum and dad, it wasn't, you know, our immediate generations, it's something that's happened years ago. Um, you know, every country's done something good and bad in the past and people just need to try and move on as best as they can. Um, and I think that, that kind of behaviour doesn't help anybody. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you're saying that there is still anti-English vitriol yeah. from a lot of Irish people, even in 2022 Ireland. Yeah, I'm not saying everybody, of course, you know, it's a, it's a small minority. Um, but of course, you definitely feel feel that as an English person, um, which is it's just, it's just crazy to me because a lot of, you know, a lot of the shops over here are English or they were English owned before COVID or you know, a lot of the things we kind of shared and used at the same time and it just seemed funny that, you know, like like you said, you know, you watch English football matches and you support Man United and and then the next breath you you say F the English. There's a lot of graffiti around Dublin a couple of years ago saying F the English you know, go back home and all this kind of stuff. So, Okay, uh, John, uh, uh, John, I want to bring you back in for a second. Um, we were talking about the chanting, mm. and here's an English lady who says that there is still anti-English sentiment in this uh, country, and that is from people like you. Absolutely. I was only over in England there last year, at a funeral, and I was called a, ba- a paddy bastard. I uh, got home, and, you know, all this kind of carry on. And, and I, was, I was over there because of the funeral, like, and uh, we were out on a night out, and there was a, a good few of us, like you know what I mean. It was a cousin of mine that died, and 
So it goes both ways, love. You know what I mean? I'm sorry for you, but it goes both ways and it always will. This is always going to be the mm. same with the Brits and, and the Irish. So, you know, you chose to live here, get used to it. You know, why is it? Hang on, John. You no, 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 no. She shouldn't have to get used to anything. Loads of my family living over in England and they're all the same. You know what I mean? And, and it's always going to be the way. And that's the way we see it. The, the English are always going to see us Irish as more ambassadors, as they call us. And we're always going to see the British no, as that, more ambassadors as we see them. You know, that's not that's true. That's the way it is. But it is true. It's, that, that's that's true. No, it's, not, it's not the way it is. I'm an English person, born and bred, and I've never, ever thought of Irish people as the way you just described well, them You haven't heard about your, 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 your beautiful queen. It was your beautiful queen that, that was over all these people. That's, that's the problem. I never accused you of doing anything. I never said it was you. I never said no, you but were I, No, but, but why have we... I, I, I'm embarrassed to hear that this lady, who is English, is telling me that there is I'm still not, anti-English sentiment to the point that she even found it difficult to rent somewhere to live. How are you amazed? It's happening. It's still happening. I'm not amazed. I just never amazed. Like I said, you already was called a paddy bastard out of you. Like it's just like, oh, hey, oh, two, two wrongs don't make a right, though. I never said it did. And I look at here's the thing. You didn't hear me saying that earlier on there, but I only said it because of that girl said that Peter Patter and, and and you know it's always going to be the worst. And I say that and I mean that. That's never gonna. It's never gonna go away. The British are always because there's going to be a certain element of the British that are going to John, John, I no, I'm not casting doubt. Well, I am casting doubt that you were called the Paddy Bassard. You know, over there, I spent so oh, much time. Well, no, 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 hang on, I spent so much time uh, in the UK, and I've never, I've never seen uh, even. Any. Although, although I'm just after getting a comment from Vanessa just this very second, and she said. Um, I've experienced racism being Irish in the UK, most recently being threatened with violence in Scotland for being Irish. Okay, I'm just saying it's never happened to me in all the times. There's 400, I think there's, I think there's 450,000 Irish people that work and live in the UK, 450,000. So our relationship with the UK is very good. The fact that half a million of us uh, live and work and have made a life uh, for ourselves over in the UK, but we are never going to move on with that tit for tat, childish. It's never, never going to move on. You, 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 sound, you sound like you sound like a two-year-old, John. You really do. You, I got what? called what? a paddy bastard. I got called a paddy bastard, so I hate the Queen. I hate the Queen. Do you really what? hate the Queen? What has the Queen done on you? Am I not allowed? Am I not allowed to my own opinion? Well, hey, yes, of course you are. But hate's a very strong word for someone who personally hasn't done. Like I mean, in, in fairness. Oh, you, no, hasn't okay. Has the the, the ninety year old woman? The, I mean, the fact that you're triggered by a woman who is in her nineties, a frail old woman who is in her nineties, the fact that you feel threatened by her, that you felt threatened by her, is, is pathetic. I don't know what you're thinking. What's your problem? What just, is your problem? Just hatred. Just, 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 just hatred. It is hatred. I hate the fucker. Right, here we go. You've got to help me. I hate you more than all the royal family. Rachel... And by the way, I'm not, I'm not a royalist. And in fact, most of my English friends, and I don't know about Rachel, how she feels about it, but most of my English friends don't can't stand the royal family either, but they don't hate the royal family. They just think that yeah, they're... They just think that they're... a fucking princess living in castles and everybody else there having to go to... Um, and but, uh, but hang, 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 hang on, John. None, of, none of that is any of our business. It's not our country. It is their business. How? It is their business. What if you don't pay for you know, yeah, look at you're just paying for it, and you're paying for the most for it. Like I said, my family over there, 
they haven't got a pot to piss in, but yet they're all living in Balmoral Castle. And they're, they're like castle and you, hang on, would you, okay, would you respect the Queen more if she had lived in a council house in Liverpool? Would you expect- well, I'll tell you what, they shouldn't be living in fucking palaces when the people are fucking starving. That's what you shouldn't be doing. Okay. Absolutely- okay. Here, but, but this is getting off the subject, no, obviously. John, again, quite honest with you. John Short's idea. He's going he, to tell all your, you know, your rich politicians over here that they can't live in their big houses as well. No, but again, what John yeah, fails... What John fails to realise is the amount, and again, I'm not a royalist, I have no time for the royal family, I wouldn't watch yeah, any of their weddings or anything like that, but John, what you fail to realise is the amount of revenue that the royal family brings into the UK. A lot of the tourism that comes to London, in fact, what do they go and see when they go to London? Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace, yeah. Okay, but sorry, Rachel... Um, I I don't know whether you're a a royalist or whatever, um, but do... Are you surprised hearing that sort of reaction from somebody like John? I am a bit, yeah. The hatred in his voice is quite shocking, you know. He must have a pretty sad life to be so hateful of some old lady that he doesn't know. He's a lot Um, of sons, daughters, (laughs) families over these fuckers. It's not a sad life at all. It's not got to do with a sad life. It's the truth and you hate to hear it. But that's the truth. You came on here. To me, no, 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 no. That's not the truth. That's just pure hatred. really is. And jealousy, perhaps some jealousy to phone in there as well, you know. All right, Rachel. I'm sorry to hear, by the way, uh, that you still have to put up with uh, shit like that, uh, living here in Ireland, anti-English stuff like that. I'm I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed, I'll be honest. I I thought all of that was behind us. But it's from a certain, let's be honest, Rachel, and you won't say this, I'll Mm. say it though, it's from a certain type of person that comes from. It doesn't come from, it doesn't come from middle class educated people. That's not where this hatred comes from. It comes from people who... So what are you calling John a moron? Yeah, that's how I am calling him a moron, yeah. It doesn't come from people who know anything uh, about the relationship and how important uh, the relationship is between Ireland and England. Who's our biggest um, importer of food, Adrian? Yeah, the UK, yeah. The UK. Hmm. If the UK turned around, yeah. if the UK turned around tomorrow, um, if the PM turned around tomorrow and said, you know what, oh, we don't want food or, or produce from Ireland anymore, we would be on our knees. Uh, this is Jer. It's funny that uh, the same gangs singing uh, Lizzie's in the Box are the same ones walking around in United and Liverpool jerseys and supporting the Premier League uh, week in, week out. Um, they don't know what they're singing about. They don't know what their cause is about, half of them. It was really, really, really disrespectful. Um, say what you want about her, but she was still a mother and a grandmother. And uh, I was actually quite sad to see to see to hear of her death yesterday um that's the end of an era um thanks all right thank you very much indeed uh, Jer. if you want to get involved uh, you can send us a whatsapp voice note to 085 825 now uh vanessa i read your uh, comment out there a couple of minutes ago that you received anti-irish hatred in the uk yeah several times several times. Bro- brought time, on by, uh, in, in what sort of circumstance? Well, the last time I was coming out of a shop, I was on the phone. Uh, I was in Scotland and there was a group of lads coming down the street, heard me on the phone, took the phone off me, went to smash it uh, and told me to, because I was pregnant at the time, get my Irish bastard out of their country before it was born. Oh, lovely. That's very charming indeed. Um, now, there was a bus driver that stepped in and stopped it took my phone back and handed it back to me. So, 
obviously you were uh, triggered listening to uh, Rachel and Rachel saying that she's received uh, anti-English sentiment uh, whilst living here uh, in Ireland, which I find yeah, quite there's, embarrassing. There's no reason for it. Yeah, there's no, no reason for it. What is your reaction then to uh, the chanting in uh, Tallis Stadium last night? To be honest with you, I'm not surprised. It's, it's like the death of uh, Margaret Thatcher to a lot of people. She yeah, but, was not uh, just Mar- a, Mar- an individual. I, I know, Margaret Thatcher, though, was a different... Um, in, in, well, she's different in that she had power. The Queen technically so didn't have any Queen. power. Hang on, hang on. Everything that the, the UK Army does has to be signed off and sealed by the Queen. Everything. And then when they come back after committing atrocities, she knights them. She promotes them. That has to be signed off by her. So to say that she's just this cuddly old granny, no, she's not. She's the head of an institution with real power. She does have power. Yes, the UK Parliament has most of the power, but she still has to sign off on it. Um, so I'm not okay, surprised. Th- let me uh, go back to Rachel for a second. Rachel, what's your reaction to, to what uh, Vanessa is saying here? I'm just saying that she, you know, people seem to think that she's got loads of power, but she, she was very against Brexit and she didn't have a single ounce of power to stop Brexit from happening. You know, people think that she has power, but she doesn't. It's all pomp and ceremony. It's just for the show, most of it. Um, so what she's so, saying so, so in other words, Vanessa, the Queen uh, wasn't responsible for Brexit. The Queen uh, wasn't responsible for the Falklands War. Um, she uh, doesn't have that sort of power. Yeah. And yet there are there are certain conditions where people have tried to um, leave the Commonwealth, where she has gone over and given the order to put down any insurrection by force during her reign. Maybe not in the last 20 years, but she also stood over and signed off on the Iraq war, which saw over a million uh, children when you be say, killed. Sorry, when you say signed off, she doesn't have to... You don't she need... has a seal of approval. No, 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 no. The no. seal has to be on every document. Okay, the, the Queen could not have told Margaret Thatcher, no, you're not uh, going to war with uh, Argentina. She couldn't. No, she doesn't have that power. Just a figurehead. She does, though. She doesn't. <laughs> I think I, I think you've a misunderstanding of the of the power of the uh, throne in the UK. It would be yeah. a, akin to our uh, president, Michael Your D. President. Higgins. He has yeah. no power at all, other than to rubber stamp uh, legislation. That's it. Yeah, and that rubber stamping goes a long way. She is in her reign, during her reign, she has actively been in countries and given the order to put down insurrections, try, trying to get independence. But she hasn't so got she, that power to do so. Not today. Not today. But she, she has never had, really it. had the power she to ha- do so. She has had it and she has used it. I, I, I don't. I don't even know what you're okay, talking about. You're, you're completely wrong, <laughs> Vanessa. The Queen has never had the power to declare war on anybody. She has never had the power to send uh, British troops wherever she feels like it. So I don't know where you're getting this from. Every declaration of war, even now, has to have the seal of the monarchy. Everything to, in order for it to be uh, within UK or not UK. Um, in order for it to be viable under the articles of legislation between the monarchy and the parliament, they have to be stamped by by the monarch in charge. That was the same for her father and it was the same for her. Now, over the last 20 years, that power has diminished, but she has still had that power in her lifetime. Now, on the chance themselves, to be honest with you, trying to get the height of society out of football chance, it's never going to happen. I mean, these these guys 
not just in Ireland, in the UK as well, throughout the world, football chants are designed to be insulting. They're never, you're never going to get a respectful chant. Okay, um, and, and I agree with you, and we hear all sorts of vitriol, all sorts of banter exactly. at, uh, at that's football. That's why I don't support football. Yeah, and, and that's why I wouldn't be a huge fan of soccer myself. Uh, however, to be chanting in, um, uh, within minutes, and I'm talking minutes of uh, it being announced that the woman had died, uh, these chants were happening in, uh, in Tallis Stadium last night. Um, I know you're saying you don't get nice chants, but to be literally dancing on a, on a woman's grave within minutes of her dying seems a bit disgusting, does it not? Put it this way, Vanessa. Vanessa, if, if, Michael, D. Higgins passed, if Michael D. Higgins passed away uh, tonight, yeah? Yes. Yeah, listen, if Michael D. Higgins passed away tonight, and within an hour, um, Manchester United were playing Liverpool uh, at Anfield, and it was on the television, and uh, on the television you could hear the Liverpool fans down in the cop end uh, all singing a song wishing Michael D. the leprechaun is Michael dead. Michael D. is in a box, yeah, the in a box. the leprechaun is dead. Would you, would you be disgusted? Would you be outraged? Would you be horrified? Or would you just say... I wouldn't be surprised. I'm no, no, that's sorry. not, no, that's not the question. I'm, that's not the question I'm asking you. Would you be outraged and disgusted? Not particularly. You and, wouldn't? And to be, no. And to be honest with you, the, the big difference between the likes of Michael D. Higgins and, and the Queen is Michael D. Higgins is elected. She was never elected. How many, how many countries now have a new king? How many of those countries actually elected for that new king? But that's their choice. I mean, no, I, 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 no, 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 they no, don't no, have a choice. They're subjugated. No, 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 they no, 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 no. Australia and New Zealand could both leave the British Commonwealth and take the Union Jack off their yeah. flag if it's they wanted sorry, to. Sc- Scotland were given the option a couple of years ago. They were said, "Here, if you want out, you can." You yeah, can and leave. they chose not to. And they chose not to. And they were lied to. One of the biggest and reasons why Scotland, hang on, one of the biggest reasons why Scotland voted to remain was because they wanted to remain in the EU. And then a couple of years later, Brexit happened. Now a lot of Scottish people want another referendum because they were lied to in the first one. OK, stay there for one second, Vanessa. So it wasn't Vanessa. about being part of the monarchy. It was part of being part of the EU. OK, stay there for one second. Let me bring in this WhatsApp voice note from Keith. There is a lot of uh, things over here about English people, uh, a lot of racism, as you call it, but discrimination, really. It's not really racism um, about English people, but there's twice as much over in England about Irish people. Um, but some Irish people seem to get it mixed up that the troubles was always with the English government and not the English people. So I think we need to get that one right. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie. Supporting local business. You're listening to Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, and we're talking about something that happened in Tallis Stadium at a Shamrock Rovers uh, match last night. This is what the fans were chanting. at uh, Shamrock Rovers in Tallis Stadium last night chanting Lizzie's in a box in a box Lizzie's in a box using an English they don't, they don't even realise the irony of it that they're doing it in the English language with an English accent <laughs> like, 
it's, it's, it's so pathetic, it's laughable. Aaron, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Aaron? How's it going, lad? Uh, good, thanks, yeah. Aaron. Well, what's your reaction to what you've just heard there? Oh, right. First of all, lads, I've got a fucking... I've had to be listening since the start, and there's a lot of stuff that I need to, I need to say on this matter. Right? First of all, the comment there about... Um, the comment of Jeremy about it being sung in the English language. First of all, the schools over here, um, they don't enforce the Irish language teaching it as a mandatory subject. What do you mean they don't so, enforce it? Well, we're not forced to speak, uh, to learn Irish. Yeah, we are. At a proper level. At a proper level, we are not forced up to, leave, to learn up to leave speak it, Irish. No, up no, no. Leave, no sorry, Irish is a mandatory subject here. Uh, not not for a lot of people. I think there's forty percent of even ten students don't say Irish. So I just want to get that out of the way. Just first of all, but hang on, hang on for one second again. Uh, the Irish language is a mandatory subject. I think up until and including uh, junior search. Yeah. But well, even well, I didn't do Irish. I didn't do Irish as a leaving search subject, and I know multiple people who didn't do it either. Okay, no, but even Aaron, even taking that aside, if you're a true patriot, you wouldn't be speaking in the Queen's English as they were doing it. So there you go. That's the point. Well, I, was I haven't to make. made one comment. I haven't made one comment. The only thing I've commented on is just us not learning Irish in school, and I've just been called a patriot. No, I'm talking about the people. So, I'm talking about the people that were singing that were chanting last night. Well, we we we, we had to expect it. Why do we, we have to honest, expect we it? We did have to. But have, did we, should we not have expected it since um, was it 2011? The Queen came over. Correct. Yes. 2011. Um, we expected it. We should have expected it from them. We should have expected it from the beginning. Our grandfathers would have expected it when this day came. I mean, in fairness, you cannot blame Irish people who still hold deep to the troubles that happened in the past for singing what was sung last night. The Queen represents the institution. She represents the monarchy. She represents all the damage that has been done. Okay, Karen, let me just uh, okay, let me just stop you there. Okay, let me just stop you there and, and ask you a question. I'm looking at the video of of the stand in Tallis Stadium last night, and I'm looking at the the faces of the lads here as I speak to you, uh, chanting the song. Yeah, and they're all in, they're all dressed very very nice, lovely clothes they're wearing. They're all about t- between 25 and 28. Now, can you please tell me how a 25 year old that attended the Shamrock Rovers match in Tallis Stadium last night was oppressed, uh, affected by colonialism and directly affected by uh, the troubles up north, considering most of the people chanting were born uh, after the introduction of the Good Friday Agreement. So just tell me how your average 25-year-old going to Tallis Stadium last night, how his day is affected and how his life is affected on a daily basis by the monarchy, by imperialism and by uh, the troubles up north. Thanks. No problem. Um, could you have lost a father up the north? Could you have lost a grandfather up the north? Could you okay. have lost a great-great-grandfather? And, uh, Sorry, could you have lost a great-great-grandfather okay. in the War of Independence? I also want to add, people are entitled to have an opinion on the Northern Ireland situation, uh, regardless of whether they were affected by the Troubles or not. No, but that's not the, but the, the point. Aaron, the, the point Aaron is trying to make is that we're, we're oppressed. And this whole thing that we hear that we're oppressed all the time. By the way, Aaron... Oh, I'm not, I never said by, we were by, oppressed. By the way, Aaron... By, I never by, said he didn't that, use that, those that was words. The, that was the implication. By the way, Aaron, we couldn't afford the six counties back if we wanted the four. We can barely. Oh, I know. I know that was offered to us before, and we couldn't afford it because yeah. the damage it would have done to the economy. I'm well aware of that. Yeah. But that's this has nothing got to do with the six counties. This, this, this whole subject is about a song that was being sung about the Queen that died yesterday. Now, I, I, can you safely say that people that were in that crowd yesterday hadn't lost a father, hadn't lost multiple family members? So what did happen up the north? I mean, no, at the ob- end of the day, obviously not. But uh, sorry, the point no. you're making, Aaron, is this sort of chanting was to be expected, was it? 
Of course it is. And it's going to be expected as well in the streets of Derry. I'm not mm. sure now. But I think Derry are playing their match tonight against Bohemians up in the Brandywell in Derry. You try and tell me that that stadium is not going to yeah. be ten times worse. And the only thing that's going to do is ignite sectarianism, sectarianism violence, it's violence up north. Pat, and it will okay. always be tipped by. Okay, Pat would it happen? Would it happen if Leinster were playing Munster tonight in the RDS? Right. Can we just first of all, right? Because this is a so this is a, something that we talk about all the time, me and my friends. Right. Football and rugby are completely different, okay? One is a working class game, one isn't. And we need to just get that straight now. So it's not going to be. There is, and with the whole entire world knows, there is a lot more respect in rugby than there ever we ever will be in football. Football is a working class game. It's for the working class people. It's for everybody. But it was for the working class people. Okay, let me ask you a question then, uh, Aaron. Do you see anything embarrassing or disrespectful or whatever word you want to put on it in what was chanted in Tallis Stadium last night within hours of the Queen dying? No. You see sure, nothing wrong we, with it? Just, no, absolutely not. I really don't. And, that, and this is going to actually really annoy us. When the Queen came over in 2011, um, as you can remember, there were certain demonstrations mm-hmm. and protests. We actually marched from Robert Emmett's uh, memorial on Thomas Street down to St. Patrick's Cathedral when the Queen was having her meal in Dublin Castle that night. I imagine everyone can remember it. Um, carrying a black coffin that had rest in peace, Elizabeth or Lizzie. I can't remember exactly what the words were. So from that day, people have been wishing for this day to come. Do you realise as well, Aaron, by the way, I have to say, uh, talking to you, you're well able to put your argument. I respect your, your I disagree with all the comments you're making, but I respect you. You're well able to put an argument forth, uh, ag- especially against me, who can be a bit of a prick sometimes. But can, Absolutely. Can, can, can I put it to you as well, Aaron? And I said this on, on Twitter earlier on uh, today. Can I put it to you, Aaron, that people like yourself are the biggest, the biggest stumbling block we have to United Ireland? Because if you can't, if you can't let the death of a woman go without resorting to vitriol and, anger, dancing, on her grave. and dancing on her grave, there is absolutely no hope of us all living on this little island together in peace and harmony. Now, I know it works both sides. And Jesus, bonfire, bonfire season uh, in July up north, I was disgusted uh, by the carry-on on the bonfires and the Irish well, flag. But not see but, that it's forever but, going to be like this? Well, then, it will well, then, well, then, forever be kicked. And pass between well, then, well, then we can't have Well, then we should shut up about a United Ireland because I'm gathering on the last of this question. I even know the answer before I ask you. Would you be prepared to give up the tricolour in order to have United Ireland? But the tricolour stands between peace. No, no, no. no. The tricolour stands for peace between yeah. the Catholics no, and the Protestants. Sorry, can, I, can, 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 can I just say to you, there's no unionist going to accept a United Ireland with the condition that we keep the tricolour. I can just tell you that now. Or the national anthem. No, I'm not, I'm not, of course, so, and I know that. And I know, and I, I, I do know that. So I would you, would you be, would you be, would you be prepared to, to ditch the tricolour and Iran Levine in order, because you're a Republican and I respect that you as a Republican, but are you... Absolutely pre- not. Are you... Absolutely pre- not, because it was well, a then flag. It ain't, then it ain't happening. It was, then it ain't happening, Darren, not in your lifetime. Well, I have to tell you, it's, it's not going to happen in our lifetime anyway. It's not. I don't expect it to happen in my lifetime, and I don't expect it to happen in my kids' lifetime. I expect it to happen in my grandchildren's lifetime. I really honestly do. But at the end of the day, People are not going to give up that flag. People are not going to give up around the vein. Not for everything it stands for. Not yeah. for all that. Okay. We're, we're, we're kind of getting off uh, off topic here. I want to just squeeze in one last call. Stay fair there play, for one play, second, Aaron. Uh, Eddie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Eddie? Afternoon, Adrian. <laughs> Eddie, what is your reaction to that uh, chanting in Tallis Stadium last night? 
Uh, it was absolutely abhorrent, disgusting, vile. I don't know what else to say. Um, just people there, and they had their kids beside them. Hatred and bigotry, you're not born with it. It's learned, and you learn from your peers and people around you. And you don't even know actually what it's all about. And you're just joining in as a kid. And all of a sudden, you're the next generation of that person. It's absolutely disgusting. The only difference, and I can say this as someone who lived in England for 17 years, the only difference between an English and an Irish person is religion and an accent. We couldn't be any more similar. We eat the same food. We listen to the same music. We go to the pub. We have the same culture. Every, everything's the same. And thank God for the likes of people like John Hume and all these visionaries that can put their differences aside and bring peace to this island. Because all these people on this radio show right now with their Jurassic views, if we were still back in 1990 now with these Jurassic views, how many more thousands would have died in the Troubles? Um, Aaron, I have to bring you back in uh, to let you respond to people like you with your Jurassic views. What do you say to that? But, but I just can I just comment on, on what he, he mentioned there about it's the next generation and kids standing beside people. Kids are going to grow up knowing about this. Kids are going to grow up. Maybe a minority. It may be a minority. We're not sure, but people will grow up. The next generation has already grow, started to grow up with the hatred for the English, with the hatred for the hatred for the crown, the monarchy, no, and they're getting the from the They're getting it from people like you. You say you're a Republican. You're saying 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 you're a Republican. you are saying you are a republican you are saying you are a republican you are saying you are a the same with the food and the music is because we were colonised by them for so long. I mean, would that have something to do with it? Yes, it would. And, and you know it does. So that's where that has stemmed from. And if, and if we weren't colonised, okay. we would you still be exactly the same. Like we, haven't, we haven't even had 150 years of our own culture under our own flag. We're never going to have our own flag okay. with people like you. That's but the we difference. We're never going to have 22 colonies with people like you. With people like me. Yeah. Um, we're because you're passing on your views in the politics the politics of Starmount. And I have such a massive voice in the politics in the politics of Westminster. So me and people like me are gonna prevent that from happening. Mate, I really don't think so. I really you're, don't you, think you so. Don't you you're passing that, you're passing your views on down to if you have kids and people around you and they're gonna pass it down and they're gonna pass it down. Right. Hold on, sorry. Sorry, first of all, right, I don't have any children. Second of all, every man, woman and child in this country is able to come up with their own views and what they believe in. I will never force my views onto some. There's a lot of things that I would agree with that people wouldn't and there's a lot of things that I disagree with that people uh, wouldn't as well, this being one of them. But I'm never going to force my views into something. Okay, and, and, and let me just f- finish up this uh, podcast by asking both of you uh, a straight, a very quick answer to this very quick question. Chanting last night, Lizzie's in a box. Your reaction, Aaron, is? So be it. And Eddie, your reaction is? Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting.
And that will just show you uh, the division that we have had on this podcast sorry, just, today. Just to ask uh, Aaron before he goes, one final question. Aaron, because I've been asking a few people this, and I'm not drawing a comparison pe- between the two, by the way. Uh, the chanting of the Orange Order of uh, Michaela McCreevy. What did you make of that? Well, so, is that what I'm saying? It's tip for tap. No, but no, no, no. The question I asked you was, what was your reaction when you heard them chanting a song about that poor murdered woman? Right. Can I be brutally honest before the show finishes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so when that happened, right, when what happened to that lady is disgusting, horrible, but it was to be, the chance, we, for some reason, they knew it was going to happen. Okay, I'm sorry to say it, but we just, it's, it's just the way it is, especially up there. And that is just the way it's going to be. And when Charles dies, it's going to be the same from him. And when William dies, it's going to be the same for him. And so on and so forth. And so it will so we, we, we'll never ever get to a stage of respecting each other's culture. Is that what you're saying? Culture, yes, but the institution that the monarch stands for, no. All right, Aaron, thank you very much, Lee, for uh, talking to us on uh, this latest Opinions Matter podcast. He's a lovely fellow, isn't he? uh, Those final two statements just symbolise the divide divide, we've had on this uh, conversation uh, today. Uh, that just about brings this latest Opinions Matter podcast to a close. If you've enjoyed it, please share this podcast because this conversation has not been had um, in this sort of way anywhere today. So please do share uh, this podcast uh, on your own social media channels. And if it's the first time that you found this podcast, I'm Adrian Kennedy, he's Jeremy Dixon, and we uh, produce the Opinions Matter podcast uh, most days of the week for your enjoyment. For your enjoyment. <laughs> anyway, thanks very much indeed for listening. Uh, if you're um, listening to the podcast, obviously hit subscribe or follow. And if you're listening on Spotify, click on the little bell icon and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.